Welcome back to another episode of the Hooligans Pitch. This is episode 22, bonus episode. It might be a quickie, oh, but we'll see how long we can go for. Uh, we left off last episode talking about our transfers, and we just did our forwards, um, and we're back now. Chad, yeah. how you doing? It's only been, what, three days, but how to get back yeah. here. I mean, it's been a, a busy three days. You know, transfer window coming to a close, Ooh, some fun. deals going down to the wire. <laughs> Some of them, some, some not making it over the line. Some, uh, I think, a few surprises in there. Yeah, I would say a couple surprises, and then a couple of uh, Chelsea transfers that uh, you know that the one lingered, and we didn't. We'll talk about that in a second. And then their newest transfer uh, had a bit of bit of a uh, controversy coming in there. Classic Chelsea move, well, which yeah. which we'll talk about a little bit because I found out that was over a year ago when that happened. Oh really? Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about it in a sec. Let's mm-hmm. let's pop our beers and we'll get into it. Uh, I am yeah. still drinking the Chefflet. Uh, so let's pop this bad boy. I still didn't find out where I heard Chefflet from. <laughs> um, no beer for me tonight, but we had some pasta, so I got a nice mm-hmm. white wine, we little Chardonnay action. Oh, nice. Except you know what I do when I eat pasta? Hmm. I drink chocolate milk like a freaking weirdo. As like a purposeful, yeah, man. Like, it's like pairing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it happened when I was swimming back in the day. It was just chocolate milk and pasta, pure carb. Oof. All right. Well, you know, teach their own. <laughs> and I must say, we are a football podcast, but The Last of Us was not supposed to make me cry. And now they've done it two out of three episodes. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are they doing? That episode was incredible. Um, that's just good TV, you know. Like you, you told the whole story in the span of an hour, right? Crazy. And, and you made you made people invested in care, and this is not footy related at all. But if you're not watching Last of Us, what are you doing? You guys gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen got home today. She's like, "We need to watch Last of Us tonight." I was like, "You're saying this?" She's like, "All my coworkers are talking about. It. We need to watch it like tonight." I was like, "Great." Let's do it. Uh, so yeah, Nick Offerman, shout outs. That was a great performance. Um, but anyway, let's let's dive in here, Chad. Um, I think we're probably on the same page with a lot of these. If I had to guess, I think our defenders might be a little different from each other. Um, maybe not by much, but I'm just kind of going with what I saw and who stood out. Um, teams that might need help, and I know points will go there quickly. And mm-hmm. some bigger name teams. So, where do you want to start? Um, I think let's just maybe just go through the mid. Okay. Since we got because uh, we got our strikers figured out. Yep. Gakpo, so, uh, Shaw Felix, and Trissard. Trissard, yeah. So, um, I mean, the easiest pick in the midfield has got to be McKinney, right? USA, <laughs> USA. Yeah. No, McKinney's in for sure. Um, I don't know if I expect him to get a ton of points. But I just want to know what he's doing. I want to be. I want to yeah. be looking at his stats every week. Exactly. Yeah. I. I think he's. I mean, like as Americans, I think he's going to be exciting to watch just because he has Tyler Adams there to link up with in the midfield. But then also Brendan Aronson, and then you bring in Jesse Marsh as his coach, and it's just like this whole American contingent, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. But like, it's exciting. I'm. I'm glad to see. Uh, you know some of our some of our key players for the national team be working together now at least for the rest of this season. I don't know if they'll um, continue on. But, yeah, you know, I, and it's kind of a bummer they have such an amazing keeper in Meslier, but Matt Turner on that squad would just like complete me. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it when I watched the um, Arsenal versus City game in the FA Cup, like. Every time Matt Turner's come in, he's looked pretty good. I, I I wonder if in the summer he'll go to a team to get that starting role he because should. I mean he came from New England, I think he was at, so like he was starting there. Came in here is obviously like backup slash league cup and, mm-hmm. and he'll probably get Europa and stuff and which is great, but I think he's just too good to be just a backup at this point. But, yeah, yeah. I, it'll be interesting in the summertime to see where he wants to go and who has room for him. Um, now, Messier puts up crazy stats. He does have great performances, but 
like is he Leeds guy for the future? I I, I don't know. Um, it just wouldn't yeah. surprise me if if you know they make a switch, especially if things go bad in the future and they gotta do crazy things. But anyway, we're we're on agreement on that one. Um, my next one I didn't think was gonna happen, and then it happened. Uh, Enzo Martinez, record-breaking transfer signing, 120 million, beating out the Jack Grealish 100 million dollar signing. Chad, is this guy worth 120 million? I have no idea. <laughs> like, first I heard of him was in the World Cup, yeah. and you know, kept a little bit of an eye on him there, and he definitely had some good, yeah, some good performances, like. Nothing um, so stand out that I f- would feel like any club would think like we need to get him now. What does Chelsea need right now? Because they want <sighs> they want everything. Yeah, but what do they need? Yeah. Um, isn't it a striker? Am I crazy for saying like like they definitely need a striker, but they also do need that creativity to come from somewhere. Like we we talked about it earlier in the season, where they just kind of pass around and and you know nothing gets created. Which that should be Kovacic. Kovacic should be that guy, and I don't know why he's not being that guy. Yeah, I mean, it. it Chelsea in past seasons has not been terrible, <laughs> so you would think you'd almost kind of keep that formula going. And yeah, Potter comes in, so he'll make his tweaks. But for the most part. You shouldn't be sitting in 10. Is it the Conte effect since Conte just hasn't been in there in a while? Like, was he the glue? I don't think so. I, I didn't I mean, think so either. I'm just trying to think of what what did they have in the past that's now missing or gone? Um, Yeah, I don't I mean, Because <laughs> their squad hasn't changed that much. And that's the thing, like... It will, like, tomorrow. Well, but. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what has caused their steep decline but um with your what i think they brought in yeah eight new signings in just this window (laughs) so is that so is that 15 16 on the year now um because it was only a week ago when we talked about all their transfers and i think it was like 14 and now i think they've brought in three more yeah something like that so it's a dumb moment you know, basically a whole new squad and like, you know, fair enough. You, every team will go through the rebuilds. Just yep. generally they're a little bit more drawn out instead of in a six month period. But yep. ridiculous. <laughs> if you got the cash to, to splash, go for it. <laughs> it's the same. It, it, it's, it, caught, it, it takes money to earn money. Something stupid like that. I, it's just, well, it's just dumb how much they spent. Three times the amount of La Liga, Bundesliga, and League One. Yeah, which is what they spent. You know, to be fair, like those leagues, just like Premier League itself is, you know, a more profitable league and mm-hmm. has more money in it anyway. But I mean, just to they've spent over three hundred million in, in in just January, right? Like that's. An absurd number. I, granted, you got eight players for that, so like, if it were evenly spread out, like you know, eight players for three hundred million is like not crazy. But most of that was Enzo, Mudrick, and then maybe the uh, Babiashile yeah. or, or uh, um, Fofana or something. Like those are your your big buys, but. I don't know. Uh, like we can get into a whole financial fair play. Yeah, we already talked thing, about that. But... And it's... <laughs> Enough Chelsea. No more Chelsea talk. But did yeah. you have Enzo on your list? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Like, once once he was confirmed, it was like yeah, she you would... gotta throw him in there at this point, right? Like they're not gonna spend that much money to not play him. <laughs> well, I would think, but we'll see. <laughs> um. All right. And who's your your? Uh last nomination because I think we have the same one. I would think so. Um, Coming into today, I didn't really know. And then as it all played out, um, I I had to go with Sabitzer. Oh, okay. Yep. Sabitzer. Yep. Okay. Interesting. 
Um, I went the opposite of you. I went Jorginho because I didn't expect that to happen today. Oh, really? Really? Um, yeah, I just feel like he'll be playing a lot with Arsenal, and Arsenal is getting a lot of clean sheets. And I, I don't know how this guy's going to find... I feel like it's going to take this guy a little bit longer to get in, Spitzer, to get into Man U squad. Because I think Fred is going to come in right away to take over for uh, Ericsson. See, I think Spitzer's the, the Ericsson replacement. You like, think right away? Yeah, maybe not first game, but I think fairly yeah. quick. Okay, that's that's my argument. I think Jorginho is going to find his way into the Arsenal squad really mm. quickly. I don't think so. Dude, he already knows Premier League. He already, he already yeah. is so much more knowledgeable on the fact... Ooh, I like but, I like when we don't agree on something because it doesn't happen often. But but you got to understand, Jorginho was like basically brought in to be Thomas Partey cover. So as okay. long as Thomas is healthy, he's probably playing. Unless it's you know just a, a lesser team where we need to rotate or something anyway. So who's taking a majority of Arsenal's PKs right now? Is it Saka? Yeah, Saka's our... Yeah. Okay. Because, to be fair, Jorginho has a crazy PK rate. I don't know. I don't know how he... I don't know either. It doesn't like, make... His PKs look like they suck. It's it's that little <laughs> hop, skip, and a jump, and it throws off every it. keeper. He's good at he's, it. He's really good at it. And so, I mean, if they're both on the pitch and there's a PK... I think you probably still go Sokka just because he has been your number one taking it. But I don't know. But I don't know now. <laughs> you're just going to be saying, hey, look at my rate. Let's, yeah, let's, I, I, I am curious at his, uh, his PK rate though. Yeah. Um, I mean, since, since we're talking about Jorginho, I just want to say like in the Arsenal fan base, it's been like very mixed um, reactions, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, immediately my reaction was, like, I was just kind of whelmed. Like, it was yeah, Jorginho. Like, he's he's a good player. He's he's fine. But, you know, when you're uh, initially, well, first you get, like, the summer transfer rumors of Declan Rice in the in the coming summer. Like, so that's exciting. And then you have the Caicedo yeah. saga, which is, like, exciting. But, like, you would have way overpaid. Is it like I think initially, it's a good yeah. move. I think it's a good move yeah. to make. Um, yeah, and initially, I think I was just a little bit like meh. But then once I started to actually think about it, it was like okay, yeah, it's you know good cover, um, you know, plenty of Premier League experience and leadership at Chelsea. Um, plus I think he'll I, slot right in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's. I think it's a one-year deal with an option for a second year. So, like, it's it's not some crazy contract that Arsenal has done in the past for thirty-plus-year-old players, or it's like a few years on a on a high wage, and now they're just kind of stuck with them. So, it's like I think it was pretty smart business, and obviously not the first choice, but also kind of wild for Chelsea to just let him go. Yeah, I'm surprised by that too. Like, what it doesn't. To me, that guy's been around your squad for so long and kind of yeah. knows the ins and outs. And, like, I feel like he can handle controversy and can kind of keep the team under, like, control. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. Um, I just looked up Jorginho stats and Sokka stats. Mm-hmm. Sokka doesn't take a, too many penalties, though, right? I mean, Arsenal doesn't get a whole lot of PKs anyway. Um, um, so I mean, this season I think would be the first that he was like nailed on like number one PK okay um taker because before that it would it was definitely uh Obama Yang and mm. you know then mixed in with like a Lacazette and um sometimes like Pepe so okay well I think, I think career-wise he's only scored five really which wow. feels really low right it does, yeah. <laughs> That's what transfer market's telling me within his uh, three-year uh, Premier League tenure. Um, yeah. Jorginho, on the other hand, he is 41 for 48. So, Sheesh. That's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, that's that's a good return, too, you know? it's With Chelsea, he's gone 23 for 26. Damn. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean... Yeah, I don't. I guess if they're both on the pitch and it comes up, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who takes it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know how often 
Jorginho will be starting games at least. I think we might see him sub in a lot just to, you know, give Thomas Partey some rest. And uh... If you think Sabitzer is going to start right away, I will grant you that transfer. I think it's, uh, I think it's more likely okay. that he, you know, gets in more frequently than Jorginho would. That was a surprise uh, transfer, though. I didn't see that one coming. But when Erickson went down, I guess it, it doesn't yeah, make sense. I, you needed... I, I, I don't know that it would have happened had he not gone down, but I mean, it's a good pickup. Like it's he's Definitely. a good midfielder. Kind of has those same qualities that Erickson has. So I we'll dodged see. a freaking bullet not keeping Erickson on my squad. Whew. I don't know. You could have kept him for <laughs> a little bit longer. He, he had some good games up until <laughs> he went out, but. He did, but Casimir had two goals last weekend. That well, yeah. really made up for it. So, um, all right, sure. cool. Sabitzer, Weston, and Enzo for our midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to our defenders. I'm going to go with, and I'm so sorry for pronouncing his name wrong, uh, Jakub Kiwar, Kiwiar from uh, mm. Special Calcio to Arsenal. You're taking, I think it's, I think it's Kiwiar. Kivior. K-I-W-I-O-R. Yeah, something like that. Which, by the way, Polish, so. his profile picture on Transfer Market, I thought it was AI-generated. Really? Oh, dude. Go <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I, I, I had to, like, zoom in on it because I thought his face was fake. Yeah, look at it. It doesn't look real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it does look like... <laughs> It, it almost looks like you just, yeah, like AI generated like male twenty something football it, player it, and just like make make your screen fifty percent zoom out and then it really looks like default face <laughs> from FIFA. It's like a little shiny. <laughs> See, that's it. That's you my know, pick. We're, we're hacking the mainframe here and, and taking the the AI. Not real. All the way. <laughs> Um, I figure that's good backup just in case things go wrong there. I feel like Saliba has been a little quiet lately, so I don't know what's going on. If he's still that, you know, as bold yeah. as he once was. Ben White seems to be a little shy and maybe a little knocked up. Um, I, I don't think this guy will be playing right back or anything like or, or, no. or White's realm of positioning. But um, I just, for me, it was like I saw Arsenal on there and I heard about this guy as you know, kind of a, a bigger transfer for Arsenal this, mm-hmm. this winter. So that's that's why I'm picking him. Okay, okay. Um, I, I see, I think, again, you're going to run into the issue. I don't know how much he's going to play. Because mm-hmm. I think he's really the backup for Gabriel. Because okay. he's another left, left-footed center back. Um. Chad, I won't lie to you. We're at like the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah, I think I, you're missing I, some, some really? easy options. <laughs> okay, no, you okay? Well, that, that's again. I got four more to go. That's just mm-hmm. one I'm starting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, give me give me your next one, and let's see if he's on my list. Okay, since you went uh, young, new defender, I'm gonna go right there with you. Um, again, I might not pronounce this correctly, but. Yeah. Z- Zabarny? Uh, is that Ilya? For, um, Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah, Bournemouth. I got him. Yep. Yeah. From Ukraine? Yep. Yeah. Ukrainians I, I think, are coming out. I think he's... Uh, I think he's going to get a good shout of, of starting. He has decent amount of caps for Ukraine already. Um, he's played a lot of Champions League court qualifying um, and Europa League. Like, Dude's been playing even though he's... I think he's what, like twenty or something. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, twenty. So, but a board um, squad that needs help, and it's like worth a shot throwing a young guy out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I feel confident that he'll get some some good okay. looks for sure. Okay. All right, we're in agreement on that one. Uh, my next one will probably be slotted right into this team as well. And there's only one player on our whole. Uh, fantasy league that has a team or has a, a player from this team uh Jao gomez from uh flamengo he's going to the wolves and he'll be playing center back there and can you tell me two center backs from wolverhampton 
Took too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know they got. Is, uh, it's okay, Chad. It's okay because like a, this I'm is why Connor Cody over and over. Yeah, and over. I know Connor Cody, Willie <laughs> Bali. Like we're right there. Yeah. Um, that's okay because no one knows about this team besides the Portuguese midfield and a couple of their strikers. So it's good to see a name that we can maybe grow familiar with with the Wolves. Um, young Brazilian, I'm sure he'll you know be riding that squad really quickly. Uh, I'm sure we don't we don't even track a Wolves defender, so we don't even know what they're doing yeah. in terms of clearances and blocks. So um, just seeing a name go in there, that that's I'm trying to just pick teams here that you know we need we need more information on. So that that's my pick. Yeah, I like that. I mean, just looking at a lot of the signings they made, it it seems to be a lot of. Uh... I guess a good mix kind of of like young promising players and just like experience. Like they brought in Craig Dawson from West mm-hmm. Ham. Like dude will probably make a couple appearances, but you're not you're not Locker buying a thirty two year old to like throw into your team to try and fight for survival. I think yeah, it's very much gonna be like a, a locker room, like come in when he's needed, but yep. uh, set the tone a little bit, but we're not gonna yeah. get mad at you when you uh, aren't gonna be and, that that guy. And yeah, they they spent uh, eighteen, almost nineteen million on on Jao Gomez. They're playing the guy, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I like that. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, this one's probably on your list. Yeah. Um, Pedro Poro. Oh, I thought about it, but he he didn't make it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's surprising. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is apparently like the dude that Conte wanted for his right wing back. So, well, because Doherty's out now. Well, yeah, they they sent him the, to Atletico, <laughs> which is maybe a little bit weird, but um, it's the, the Trippier effect. Yeah, we'll see. Um, same thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Pedro Poro like is it, them signing him. <laughs> Feels a little bit weird, I think, because you know uh, every indication is pointing to Conte leaving in the summer when his contract is I up. I know, and this feels like a signing clearly that Conte wanted because they's kind of talked about him before. Um, but it feels like they made the signing in an effort to like get Conte back on their side and and maybe stay. And mm. even with this, I don't think the dude's staying. I, he seems just kind of done wants to like rinse his hands of this project and and move on see i think he wants to deflate his value so where every club he goes next he's gonna swoop in for him you know that's not a bad shout (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how intentional that might be but like it wouldn't be shocking no because i I mean he he, conte kind of does that with a hand like a ton a handful of players right yeah a handful but like a very the Parisage. Yeah, the, exactly. The Lukaku's. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we could just keep running down this list, but he does that. He does. He gets in their head and says, I'm going to come for you like later. And they're like, yeah. okay. And then eventually he does for a much cheaper price. So that would not surprise me in any way if... Okay. Maybe Mark he doesn't... down. Yeah, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could see something happening like this. Because, look, Juventus is, is struggling now. Allegri's clearly not the guy to bring them back to glory. Conte, maybe have a little redemption arc over at Juventus, and God, oh, what we need a new right back, this snap. Pedro Poro guy. <laughs> it could happen. I don't believe, huh? I don't, you know, I don't know Juventus that well, but is Quadrado still playing their right back position or, or, or right wing so. back? Wow, he's been there for so long. Um. I want to say he's still there. I I don't know how, yeah, how much he's playing, but um, let's see real quick. As you search, I'm gonna give my next shout here. Sure. Um, Malo Guspo from uh, Lyon. He is signed to Chelsea. I know another Chelsea player. Wait, wait, wait! wait. I think this guy got loaned back. Oh, <gasps> did I mess up? Pretty my sure. I'm pretty sure he, he went, did. He went. From Chelsea to Lyon? No, yeah, I think like they signed him, but he's loaned back. Oh, and they pulled a Trixie on me. 
I think so. Dude, if, I was like, with Reese James out and all this other injury crap to Chelsea, this guy might get slotted in pretty quickly. But if that's the case, so. if that's the case. I feel like I read that earlier today when I was looking. Okay. Um, yeah, Gusto will stay at the club for the rest of the season. Oh, Leon. come on. All right. Yikes. Well, they took a picture of him in the freaking kit and then said, they I said, guess we'll see you right, later. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, well then, scratch that. We're going to go Matias uh, Vina from AC Roma. No longer wanted by Mourinho, but is going to get brought into a uh, struggling Bournemouth uh, uh, left, left back spot. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I could see him being brought in fairly quickly since they're trying to regroup their back line. Um, yeah. He was my honorable mention, but now I think we just go for it. So, um, yeah, he's uh, Uruguayan. He's been playing with Roma and uh, Lazio. And, you know, he's... he's, uh, I think he's played with the uh, Uruguayan national team. I think he was there in the World Cup. Um, Just solid. Just a dude who can come in there and, and, and hold his own. Um, especially when they got that, you know, young uh, Zabrari guy. Uh, let's call him Ilya. I know how to say that one. Um, so, yeah, that uh, was... He, go ahead. He has 20, 28 caps with Eric. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, again, a guy who's been around and, like, he's got to be, what, 25, 26? Somewhere in there. Um, 25. Um, yeah, I think Bournemouth is doing the right signings for where they are at in the world. He must yeah. not again, you know, we don't know Syria, uh, but Mourinho just probably wasn't playing him. And it was, yeah. Fun. Yeah. And I mean, I think overall Bournemouth has made some really smart signings. Um, like they clearly know they're at the bottom of the table, kind of fighting for survival. Yeah. Um, and I think between Zabarni and um, Vigna, like, you're you're signing some decent defenders. You already have like Chris Metham's decent. Um, they have Sensi, I think his name is Jack Stevens, baby. If he plays, he's <laughs> he's a figment of our imagination, honestly. But um, okay, I I think I can challenge you on that one a little bit. Okay. Um, my thinking here. Was Harry Sutar? <laughs> Time to Google. He uh, he signed for Leicester City from Stoke for seventeen million. Twenty four year old center back. The way that Leicester's been, you know, setting up, they uh, they don't have too much of like youth, I guess, in their in their center back. They've been playing that that Feist guy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Soyun Chu's not getting a look. Vestergaard's not getting a look. So clearly, Rogers is just like done with the old dudes. Uh, even though Soyun Soyun Chu's only twenty six, but I don't know. He's definitely clearly not in Rogers' plans. I don't know why he's still there. Um, but again, I think you, you know you bring someone in for seventeen million. Especially being Leicester, where they apparently didn't have any money to really sign anyone in the summer, like he's probably getting some good play time. You would think so, but yeah. we all thought that with Vestergaard too, and we haven't seen. <laughs> I, I I think you know if we didn't sat track every weekend, we would we would notice him on the pitch. Chad, mm-hmm. I think that guy's been on the field like. No more than six times in the last year. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Quality it, to just, I hate you. Like, yeah, he was he was a good fantasy pick, and you know seemed a, a good defender. Um, from his uh, what he, I think he went from Southampton to to. Uh, yeah, he was West. he was Benarak's dude. You oh, yeah, had Benarak and uh, Vestergaard. Yeah, they were both kind of held down that back line you either had one or the other yeah and they split up that dynamic duo for pennies on the dollar yeah ridiculous when was that was that two years ago when those guys were playing um well bednarak technically is still on southampton just yeah 
took a little vacation to Aston Villa and didn't play. <laughs> so Ben Narak, I think it was I think it was, I think it was 20, 2021 when we were still seeing him go. Yeah, I feel like that sounds good. We all subbed him out. Maybe he got hurt, but him and Ben Narak. Ben Narak was. I'm doing a quick scan here. Top five point getter. Oh yeah, he was great. Vestergaard got subbed in in October and was maybe out of everyone's squad by February. It looks like and put up a hundred points. I think he did pick up um, a decent injury, or it was enough of like a a mystery around his injury where everyone had to kind of jump ship. But you know what I think people did? I think they just went from Vestergaard to Benrack. Probably. I mean, either one of those was just a solid signing, you know? Uh... So, I don't know. Um, I, I I think I'd lean to my pick over yours, honestly, but... <laughs> only oh, because... Over, over Vina? Vina. Only because we already have... Z- Zabarny. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and right. I'm not a huge fan of right backs and and left backs mm-hmm. in our league just because they're not they're not clearance getters, and if they're not, uh, yeah. if they're not on Newcastle or they're not, <laughs> you know, part of Liverpool's dynamic attack that doesn't exist anymore, I would yeah. I would consider it different. But I am there were just there just weren't a lot of center backs that were getting transferred. Um, yeah, yeah. So if I could have gone all center backs and I knew they were going to start QBR, Jacob from from Spezia, that was like I didn't know much about him. I just figured mm-hmm. maybe. Um, I, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, go ahead. To be fair, like I, I think he's a good signing. Like, but I think he's just going to play more of that cover. Um, okay. He played every match for Poland in the World Cup. Like he, he's twenty two, I think. Like he he's mm-hmm. clearly a, a promising talent, but. Um, Gabriel, partly because he doesn't have any true cover up until now, had I think he started like 54, 55 games in a row for Arsenal. So I think he's just kind of nailed in as your starter. Um, so that's that's kind of my only thing of well, there might not be enough game time to get like a real good picture mm-hmm. of his stats. I'm okay with that. I think I think we still got a solid back four here. Um, so just recap, we're gonna go Ilya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jao Gomez from Flamengo. Um, making sure. So know him, know him. Um, uh, remind me of Lester Sutar. S O U T T A R. Sutar. And uh, remind me of my last one here. I think we go Pedro Poro. Um. But I don't know if, if you've got a, another mention. And... No, I'd rather have starting, quote-unquote, big six teams uh, yeah. just to kind of see what they do. It's Is it P Pedro Porro? Yeah, P-O-R-R-O. O-R-O. Okay, cool. All right, sweet. Cool. Uh, keeper? Gotta be. Gotta be. It, it, gotta, be. gotta be. Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas. What Nottingham we... Forest. What a signing. Yeah, what's going to happen there? So, from what I've seen, Dean Henderson has like an injury. He's out for six weeks. Okay. You brought in Kaylor Navas. I don't think you give up the starting role back to Dean Henderson over Kaylor Navas, right? Like, not, not, if they're, not if they're winning. Yeah, like like this feels like that signing to, um, I mean, in conjunction with the, like twenty other signings they made this year, um, to really make sure you stay up, right? Like someone's gonna oh, yeah. hold Horse down that goal down. line. Yeah, that and that's kind of what I think where they might be at. Of like, they spent a lot in the summer and hoped they would be a little bit safer than they are, and now they're at you know, the winter window and it's like not exactly panic mode. Cause you're not sitting in the relegation, but you're close enough where you gotta, you gotta make sure you stay up. You've mm-hmm. spent almost, I think it's almost like 200 million in, you know, both windows now and well together. Um, and it, if you'd spend all that and then go straight back down, 
like I can't <laughs> imagine your your finances in the club are gonna be able to survive that. They won't recover. That's that's too hefty of a uh, a fall. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, Dean Henderson's been great for them, but the, with the experience and and just the ability of Kaylor Navas, I don't know that you can remove him unless he just doesn't perform it for us i don't know but we'll see yeah they gotta if they're losing games then that's the only way i think henderson gets back in yeah which sucks because like i think he is a good keeper but given the circumstances of what that team is about to go through um yeah too risky too risky yeah yeah all right sweet i like it um some agreements and some disagreements which we're not really known for, and I kind of wish we had more of them. But uh, well, I mean, I think we did pretty good considering like winter windows. There's not like a ton of movement. Yeah, yeah. So to to have some argument and debate there, I think is pretty good. Like, oh it, no, it, it is. Needed. I know it's needed. I, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. saying it was it was nice to see some disagreements on um, certain <laughs> players, but yeah, it was still slim pickings. Like we are. Yeah. Our player pool now has to have close to a hundred in there. Um, probably, probably close. Yeah, we'll have to give if, it a, if a now we have a, if we have eleven more going in, everyone's transferring in and out. We've seen a couple newbies that mm-hmm. haven't been chosen. Um, I mean, hell, I think my whole midfield is new. March, uh... Casmiro, and. Yeah, yeah. Other... <laughs> oh man, I don't remember. It's been here. I'll look it's been for you. Oh, Odegaard. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like... Well, yeah, you didn't bring an Odegaard, but right, Alistair beat right. you to the punch. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, whole new midfields. Um, I mean, Mudrick's already in. If not, he would have probably been in this team. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but I'm kind of glad because now we get Jao Felix in here because I wouldn't have wanted to take both of them. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. But and we didn't take did we take two of the same team or uh, one of the No, I don't think uh, we did. Do we have no, any yeah, repeats? We did good. I think we're all spread out. Oh, oh no, Enzo and uh Joe Felix. Oh uh, yeah. All right, that's not bad know. though. That's not bad. That's cuz Chelsea they're buying everyone. Yeah. And what are you going to do? <laughs> ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any honorable mentions in there? I really, well, not not so much of players that got transferred. I just really want to track uh, James Madison. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, he's gonna stay healthy. <laughs> I know he's he's playing. He played last week, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, I, I would much rather track him than Jesse Lingard. Yeah. So my That's nomination fair. is to make that transfer because Lingard. Does he have a dozen? Does he have over ten points? I think he's out of the team, honestly. Like they, I think, brought him in hoping he would bring that kind of veteran experience and stuff. And you know, he performed well for West Ham when he was on loan there. But he's just, he just hasn't done it. He's a, another Deli Alley at this point. Just career just plummeting off a cliff. <laughs> what? Oh, he has thirty-eight points. That's actually a lot more than I thought. Yeah, but. I don't it's, think he's playing last, Chad. It's, really it's anymore. Yeah, like, I don't know the last time he's actually played. <laughs> you transferred in Rashford two weeks ago, and he has more points than him. That's it. See? So. Yeah. Didn't, so, didn't yeah. Out. Make the Madison switch for sure. Um, I did have a couple honorable mentions myself. Bring them. Um, well, of course... I just had to throw Anthony Gordon in there because, mm, okay, you know Newcastle. He was really their only like signing. Basically, they brought in, and you know he's. I don't know if it's just because he's English, but he's you know apparently has the potential to be great. Good for Everton for selling that man high. Still well, high, high-ish. I mean, yeah, for for them, like I think both parties there probably win right like Mm -hmm. anthony gordon started the season decent he has attraction from now a top club 
get out of Everton. Everton's a sinking ship at this point. Everton, you get the 40, 45 million, whatever it is for him. Not that they spent anything, but, um, you know, yeah, I think you both walk away fine. <laughs> so much money for him, though. I That's yeah. like, yeah, oh yeah my for God, sure. it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, then, um, then shout out to Weghorst for uh, his transfer, because, I mean, yeah. that's that's not bad. Um, I don't know what Man U's really expecting. but I, For real, he's just a stopgap until they go for Harry Kane in the summer. Gotta be. Yeah, but you know, Madrid, they're going to be fighting. I just saw a little rumor thing. Like yeah, They said, we're not buying, we're not buying, they said something like, we're not buying him in the winter. And it's like, well, that was vague. <laughs> um, I mean, I just don't know that Kane would want it. Kane would go. Like, yeah. I mean, already a lot of English players don't really go abroad, but um, I don't know. You, you know, if if Kane moves to United, he finally has a uh, better chance at, at winning a trophy, if not the league or, or, you know, FA Cup or something. So I think he probably sticks to that route over going to Madrid, which I think he'd be great at Madrid too. You know, like mm-hmm. they got Vinicius and uh, I think it's Rodrigo is, is yeah. their other winger. Um, so, I mean, they got good winger, wingers and like you got Modric behind you. Like, you know, he, he'll feed you good passes, but I think he'd probably stay in, in England. He'd be good on Man U too. Man U would yeah. be really interesting next year, especially on who you'd pick. Yeah, it's, it's it'll like be, the, it'll be it's a like, rough, rough decision. It's like the De Bruyne Holland situation. That's it. It's gonna be that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, another um, honorable mention here. I'm gonna butcher the name, but <laughs> hit me. Oh <laughs> uh, 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 my God, Oa Oatara. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, Chad. He's uh, another one of the Bournemouth signings. Um, he's had in 18 appearances for FC Lorient in Ligue, Ligue 1. Um, he's had six goals and six assists in 18 appearances. He's a, a winger for that. Uh, Dango? I don't know if that's his first name. I only wrote down his last yeah, it name. Is. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, 20-year-old... You know, six and six and eighteen in in Ooh. French league, like different level of competition for sure. But I mean, that's that's good output, you know. Oh, he already got uh, an assist in the Premier League. Oh, has he really? Yeah. See, he's off to a good start. He is. <laughs> so, you know, I I didn't think it was enough to get rid of any of our front three, but. Um, worth mentioning to maybe just like kind of keep an eye on on what he does with Bournemouth yeah because uh can't tell you a lot of Bournemouth players at this moment in time but yeah. uh we'll be paying attention because I think he's a oh he's only 510 he looks really lengthy so mm. yeah 20 that's good age good age yeah, yeah. um and my my last one was uh Leicester City signed Tete from uh uh where you come from, Shakhtar, I think. Uh, yep. Um, Shakhtar, yeah, 22 winger. Um, he has six goals and three assists in 17 appearances for, for Lyon. So, again, decent output. Um, should help Leicester in the, in the goal scoring department. Um, but Leicester's biggest thing, I think, has just been holding on to games and closing them out, which yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this will help. <laughs> and starting a 36-year-old striker. Well, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the plan is with that. Uh, get Zaka in more. You know, there is one transfer we have to talk about. Jao Cancelo. Oh, I know. Leaves City to go to Bayern. You believe what that? happened? Well, he claims there was a... Well, he didn't claim... The media claims there was a blow-up with Pep in the parking lot or on the pitch or at the training grounds. But I he mean, claims yeah, that didn't happen. I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know details, but clearly something between him and Pep, right? Because, like, dude 
wasn't starting every game, but started most games and always put in good performances. And now all of a sudden, I feel like rather quickly, it went from playing for City to like, we didn't see him for a couple games and now he's off to Bayern. And I think he just signed a new deal like last summer or the summer before or something. I think Nathan Ake had a really good World Cup. Cancelo mm-hmm. just had a fine World Cup. And I think Pep wanted to ride this momentum train with Ake. And and I I read some report where Ake was going to play uh, this upcoming weekend and, and Cancelo wasn't, and that's what set him off. <laughs> I mean, fair. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess Cancelo is what probably the better attacking option, but Nathan Ake is probably... A, Definitely better defensively, I'd say, um, but maybe just a little bit more well balanced between attack and defense. Yeah, Cancelo doesn't really play defense. Like he's just all over the pitch, like, yeah. which is like kind of what Pep's. Like he reminds me of Zinchenko and like what he did with yeah. that, um, where he didn't really have a position that he needs to like be stable in. So yeah, that's yeah. that's a weird one. That's well, that that might be the highest profile player in our in all of our transfers. Um, I mean, he's up there, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, that was a weird I mean, one. Well, I, th- I mean, I think at, at this point he's gone in the summer. Um, I don't know that Bayern go for him. Cause I feel like they have pretty good defensive depth anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, my thinking, which might be a little crazy is that, uh, Liverpool maybe go for him. Hmm. The only issue being he does have a seventy million buyout clause, but with such a clear um, deterioration of the relationship, and like doesn't want to be at the club, club doesn't want him. You could probably negotiate that to much lower, right? Yeah. Granted, Liverpool is a rival, but they sold Arsenal, Gabriel Jesus, and Zinchenko for fair prices. And Sterling went to Man City after Liverpool, so I mean, it happens. Yeah. So, uh, Do you know who Liverpool's starting at right back against Real Madrid in Champions League in two weeks? <laughs> I don't even know who's... Do you know who has to guard Vinicius Jr. in two weeks? Now? I, I don't know who's healthy on Liverpool anymore. It's like Salah and, and some kids. 37-year-old James motherfucking Milner, Chad. That guy, if he doesn't get a statue at the end of this... <laughs> Whether he's done enough to earn it or not, he's played enough roles to just help the team build him the statue. Name a stand after him. <laughs> Dude's going to need crutches after Oof. this game because he's just going to be chasing. Just chasing. Yeah. Uh, why are we doing this to him? I feel so bad for him. This is the guy that should be like super sub 92nd minute yeah. saying like yo yeah. hey high fives all around like we did it instead it's gotta be yeah like super sub just like locker room dude but unfortunately we're saying keeps... go guard the fastest man in yeah. in the game right now <laughs> well we're gonna get smoked <laughs> <laughs> well okay since you brought up liverpool i feel like we have to talk about them a little bit there's nothing to talk about what that's we... what i'm saying though like of all positions that they need to sign, I don't know that spending the money on Gakpo was was worth it, right? Like, granted, your front line was dead, but I think a uh, I think a solid midfielder probably would have been the smarter decision. I don't know. I... Seeing Jorginho go for this price, I'd be like, I would have been like, why not? Just take a shot on him. Well, like, that too. I, I mean, I, I guess maybe they just weren't thinking about it, or I don't know. They're, man. they're really just saving all their money and trying to throw everything at Jude Bellingham in the summer. But I think that's what it is. I really that's... do. But it's like, why couldn't we just do that now? I, I mean, that that too. Like, it, it's just such a risk because you know every top club's gonna. At least throw something in there. That's and with insane. the way that Chelsea's spending now... They might do it too. They're going to definitely put their name in the hat for Jude Bellingham. <laughs> like so stupid. 
Yeah, they <laughs> might they might miss out because they weren't uh, urgent enough. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? They kind of deserve it. Yeah, um, you gotta fight for your for your players. I'm I'm kind of yeah, like I'm kind of thinking at this point, club and ownership has just kind of like written this season off, and I feel like it's just you know a big rebuild is gonna start. I don't know that it'll happen as quickly as like a Chelsea rebuilds, but I think if you can get those key players, like when Van Dyke came in, he he yeah. really elevated the defense. Um, I mean, keepers set. You don't have to worry about that. Front line even is set as long as some players can stay healthy. Um, but it's just that midfield, I think, is just kind of aged out and, and you don't have enough liveliness in there now. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. <laughs> what, what I, but honestly, on a, on a real note here, I don't think ownership is willing to spend money right now because they're trying to sell the club. So it's probably fair. I, you know, like why, why put in this, this investment into the future when you might not be there in six months or, mm-hmm. or hell, say if it's a year, even a year yeah. from now, they, they, if they're really trying to sell, they're not going to put their money where their mouth was two or three years ago. So, yeah. and um, I mean, even with a bad season, bad two seasons or whatever, like Liverpool's market cap isn't going to fluctuate that much. Like Salah's, you know, like the biggest Egyptian player. So you have like every Egyptian fan, essentially, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got Van Dyke, who's a big name. You got Ali Son in the back, big name. Diaz. Trent, Diaz, you you have all these big names, and and just Jurgen Klopp himself, like you have a bunch of followers. Um, So yeah, like it doesn't seem um, so like pertinent that like you got to spend now just to like keep your value high. I think that value won't fluctuate enough for it to like really be a dent in in the valuation. Yeah, I'm not worried about players not wanting to come to Liverpool. No, yeah. it, it, I, not at all. Um, it's more so I'm worried other teams are going to come in and swoop harder because yeah. they have more urgency. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, but I, I mean, yeah, hopefully this ownership thing gets figured out over the summer or early summer, I guess, preferably. So then you have most oh, of the window to, so. to deal with it. But um, I mean, yeah, it's just a hard spot to be of like, your owners are trying to move on, but like the team is still, you know, competing and playing, playing. in season. So <laughs> still trying to win. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, but again, like we had a really good run. So to be upset for a yeah. year, like kind of worth it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would take a year of being upset with the amount of wins we got in the last couple of years. One more, I think premier league trophy would have been nice, but like mm-hmm. city was just stupidly good too. So yeah, sucks that they were as awesome as we, I mean, really like neck and neck all the way up to the, yeah. the finish for what the last, I don't know, three out yeah. of five years or something. So it's just a little shitty on that note, but um, yeah, J- Jude is the focus for next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting if, if this ownership is like, we're going to sell some players too. Because that's like the flip side of it. If they're not buying, they might sell. And True. Like, Saul is a name they might try to sell. Or if like they're really going to go deep into this thing, like sell mm-hmm. Virgil, sell Sala, sell the names that are still like, oh. worthy, right? Like that could get dark really quick. Yeah, yeah. I would hope they don't go that route. Um, they could I lose mean, Klopp. Maybe. I think if that happens, Klopp's out. Yeah, yeah. If, if they start selling off big names, I think for sure, because then, then you know, project's over, and it's yeah, he's not rebuilding. Not just a rebuild of some key positions. Mm-hmm. It's you got to like do the whole team, and and that's that's a years, couple years long project, you know. Because um, I mean, I don't know. You look at Everton right now, and they're, I, I. I think they're probably going down, honestly. Like, you brought in, in Sean Dyche, which is a really smart managerial appointment because he could keep you up. And, like, your back line is, you know, Tarkowski and Cody, who are like, Tarkowski's already been with him. 
Mm-hmm. Pickford's good. Cody's generally good. But to bring in no help in the winter window and just like this is the squad they're going with. Losing Gordon. Yeah, yeah. So Calvert Lewin's got to put the team I, on his back. I don't know. I don't. We'll see. I mean, Arsenal go there on Saturday, mm, so fun. that should be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's not that uh, new manager bounce and <laughs> they get one over on Arsenal. But man, um, but I mean, I guess since we talked Everton after these signings, who's your uh, your relegation picks? Well, it's still Everton, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I think it's still the Wolves. Okay. That third one, though, is still tricky. Is it so wrong for me to think Leicester? Not necessarily. <laughs> I think uh, it, I think Southampton is probably the better... Team um, so, I mean, there. Southampton sits last place right now. I mean, tied yeah. on points with Everton. Yeah, but... I think it's going to be them. I think it's them three. You're going Everton, Southampton, Wolves? Yeah. Quote me. Okay. <laughs> I think Southampton will get out. I think the signings they made you should that's why I didn't. Them that's why instinctually that. I didn't say them, but when we said they're in last, I'm like, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, uh, but I mean, hmm. you know, they're they're tied basically with Everton in last place at 15 points, and safety right now is 17 points. I know there's like what so. six teams like all within a three point range of being yeah, relegated. Got, to... I mean, Leicester's on 18 points and they're in 14th. So yeah, you got any anyone in that last you know six is a, a, a viable target. Um, I'm not confident with any of those answers I just said to. Two months, <laughs> give me two months, and I'll probably have a much like more. We'll look at it again. Yeah. yeah, like I'm sure we'll look at it every week. That yeah, seems to yeah. like it, it's such a fun thing to focus on. Um, I think my my only like outlier chance there is going to be West Ham. They're just they didn't really. I mean, they brought in Danny Ings, but he got injured right away. <laughs> what's what's his timeline? I don't know. I haven't looked yet, but. I mean, beyond that, like, they aren't really scoring that much. They have um, 25 goals scored, and, like, it's on the low end, for sure. Um, I mean, even Southampton has has 35 goals scored. (laughs) They just can't defend. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think Everton... Everton, I think, goes down, but Sean Dyche has has that Burnley in him, you know, to to survive. Yeah, always kept Burnley up until he just eventually. Came. Yeah. So he's their only hope at this point. Um, otherwise, ugh. Everton's the only one I feel confident about. Honestly, <laughs> I agree. When's the last time they won a game? It's been a while. I'm, At least I'm going not deep. the last five. <laughs> wow. Okay. They the last game they won. Making sure I'm reading this right. I think <laughs> I am. Uh, October twenty second. They won. They won three nil. Who do you think they beat? Three nil. My gosh. Who who got embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, three nil. Was it? On oh, top of this, they've won three games this season. Yeah, that's, they've that's beat they've beat West Ham. Mm-hmm. They beat Southampton. Okay, I'm sorry. maybe and some this, relegation. And this other team is three nil. I think they just pulled it out against like Aston Villa. Oh, you're so close. I think your next guess, you would get it. Because oh, it's like Aston Villa 2.0. 2.0. Oh, it's got to be Leicester. No, no. Darn. It's it's Crystal oh. Palace. Oh, yeah. I was looking at them, but... Yeah, Palace is a weird one. <laughs> They're kind of sucking right now, too, Chad. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've lost six out of their last nine, and only won one out of those nine. Yeah, they're they're they kind of like falling. That's true. They're definitely in a in a bad run of form. Um, they've only beat know. shitty teams. Yeah, like yeah. really yeah. shitty teams: Bournemouth, <laughs> Southampton. Wolves, West Ham, and Villa at the the first game of the season. Oh no! I'm well, sorry. third third game of the season. Well, the the only team you mentioned there that's above them is Villa, and they're only above them by one point. So, oh, I'm sorry. Or, they beat, did I say Leeds? They beat Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Or no, uh, Villa's above them by oh, four. Oh, the only team that's above them? Yeah, that's only, yep, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, I mean, yeah, we gotta, we gotta just check this later on, it's, it's not a bad it's just team. so tight at the bottom, like, I don't know, Bournemouth signings looked promising, um, I think Southampton made some good signings, Wolves, Again, brought in a lot of just like experience, so I think that could maybe see them through. But I mean, yeah, West Ham like didn't really bring in anyone. Everton didn't bring a, a soul in. Um, they didn't make one transfer. Probably I not. I don't know why they would. Uh, well, they got no. Yeah, yeah. Because this guy's from their U21 team that they promoted the first team. So ridiculous. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Good luck to them. Yeah, they're going to need it. That's for sure. Oh, Shane Duffy. Do you recognize that name? Oh, yeah. Where's he he at? Uh, Fulham? He went back to Brighton. Did he really? think so. Back to bright. I think so. Actually, no. Wait. There, oh, there's a question mark. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe Fulham, did Fulham buy him? I think he was on on loan at Fulham, but that's what I thought. Um, yeah, it just says end of loan, but then question mark. So maybe they did. He must be back on hmm. on Brighton. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to pay attention to that name. Yeah, he's been around. Oh my God, he's been around, and he was born in '92. <laughs> <laughs> it's been around a long time. <laughs> Shoot! Oof. Oh lordy. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know. I think that's all I got to talk about on these uh, transfers. Yeah, same here. Again, slim pickings. Hard to like bring up bottom of the barrel dudes that we're unsure about. But um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun second half. We got what seventeen ish games left for most clubs. Yeah, seventeen. 18. Liverpool's on nineteen. Brighton's on nineteen. Arsenal's on nineteen, and Leeds are on nineteen. I can't wait yeah. till everyone's back on the same freaking games played that is my biggest pet peeve yeah yeah it should happen here pretty quickly i think i think by by end of february i think so because arsenal play their their makeup game against city in february so city probably has a a buy to accommodate that and then i don't know once we hit march 18th we only do Saturday and Sunday games until April 26th, and then we're still on Saturday and Sunday games till the end of the season. All right. Nice. So, easy viewing. Yeah. All right, Chad. Does that wrap it up? I think so. We got we got our, our winter transfer team decided. We talked some nonsense, yeah. and, and we still went an hour and four minutes. How do we do it? It it's just it's how it has to be, you know. It's, our quickie was a little a little longer than a quickie here, but that's how well, we do. I mean, yeah, it just it's a lot to a lot happens. We di- we had to digest. 
Yeah, for sure. All right, Chad. Okay. With that, Hooligans Pitch, episode 22. I'm going to keep counting all the way up to 100. It's just That's just how we're going to do it now. Yeah. And, if, I mean, this is a little bonus episode, too. Woo. I know. Two in one week? <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. Hooligans Pitch. All right. We're out. Peace. Peace.